you're either choosing intentional discomfort or you're being dealt unintended discomfort. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, you're always choosing between short-term pleasure Mm. or long-term happiness. Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. And we're back with another episode of He Said, She Said. And I'm literally back. I was just gone for what, eight days? Eight days. And before that, you were home like three days and then you were gone I was home like two and a half days before four. that. And I was gone, yeah, four or five days before. It's just been a whirlwind. I'm home for five days, five calendar days total this month. Isn't That's that wild? insane. Five That's days total this calendar month. So now you're home for four or five four days. nights. And then we are going to a wedding. Yep. And then we come home for one night. And we go straight to Italy. And then we go straight to Italy. That's wild. I'm so excited. What are you most excited about in Italy? Every time I get to Europe, I don't know how to describe it other than saying I have this weird sense that I'm home. I love, I mean, you see how much I geek out. You do have European descent. I do, right? And and (laughs) almost like a weird past life if someone dares to believe in that type of, I had always lived their kind of home. So, Ooh, what do you think you were? There's such a if you could just like comfort, guess, such a familiarity out of anything. If you believed in that, what do you think that you were? I don't know, but I definitely lived in a castle. A cobbler? No, I definitely <laughs> lived in a castle. In a castle for sure, without a doubt. <laughs> okay, you definitely lived in a castle. You were not a cobbler. I was not a cobbler. You were a king. I probably ate. Did a lot you of, wear jewels? Isn't cobbler besides a shoemaker? Isn't it a type of pie? Cobbler. cobbler pie no cobble cobbler i feel I like swear it there is. is it's making me hungry whatever it so is I, I ate the shit out of some cobbler but i was not a cobbler mm-hmm. wait that sounds really bad too <laughs> <laughs> all right let's talk about something you intelligent ate, you ate cobbler and you wore jewels <laughs> let's, let's okay talk, let's talk about something intelligent. anyway oh i want to know what the, so you just drove your mom home cross country what was the best part of your trip i know that you listened to like 437 podcasts the time spent to create a container that big, to take five days of driving. And for context, guys, mom lives in Arizona in the winter and Wisconsin in the summer. And, you know, my brother and I are not going to let a 73-year-old woman and her golden doodle drive back and forth well, the golden doodle by herself. Drive. And because her dog's so big, it's just too much of a hassle for them to fly. So yeah. it's tradition that Nick drives her out to Arizona and spends some time with her. And I drive her back to Wisconsin and spend some time with her. We did it last year in a motorhome. This year, we just took her car. And... The best part is you're given so much space, such a large mm-hmm. container of space to have any conversations show up, you know, reminisce about the past. She's got an incredible memory. So, you know, she can bring 
Uh, do you remember when this happened? Remember when that happened? And, and they're, they're like gifts because I've literally forgotten a bunch of these you things. You and I do not have that We gift. have horrible yeah. memories when it comes to details. And she, she has like a, a steel trap. So just all the memories, all the great conversations, it's just really fun. And you know me, I love driving. I love road trips. Mm -hmm. And I did consume about 5,000 million trillion hours of podcast wars, business wars, guys, business wars. If you love like what highly produced stories where they act out two businesses that came up at the same time and they kind of pit their stories against each other. It's really awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay. Amazing. So today we are talking about the fact that comfort has consequences. Mm -hmm. Now, when I was thinking of this topic, I literally didn't want it to come across as that you can never be comfortable again. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, as I, you're I saying, hate extremist views. Yes, it's not going to work. Like if I didn't even have comforts like scheduled into my week now every week where there was something that I've bookended that I've enjoyed, you hit a wall and that's called burnout. Yep. But when we look at the overall grand picture of our life, you should look at your calendar and see something that just about every day during the week or a few days out of the week that you are uncomfortable or doing things that are very disciplined. You know, and I think about this even in terms of daily comfort, Chris, because you and I do not get comfortable with our health. Mm -hmm. Like every single day, we, for the majority of the day, eat healthy. And we always make sure that we're working out. Yep. So we don't put our comfort of our health first ever because we know that foundationally, if we get too comfortable, that's when we're really uncomfortable. And I know that we've even, you know, we had put on weight living this last year and we were so uncomfortable that it affected everything that we did, like in the back of our heads. I feel like you bounced around there a little bit. So you're saying if you have too much comfort, you really end up inviting in unplanned discomfort. Mm -hmm. That's what you're saying. And that's what had happened. Here's my thought on this. There's a, a weird balance between having too comfortable of a life and having discomfort all the time, right? You know, the extremists, like five o'clock club and, and turns into four o'clock, 4 a.m. club. Yeah. And uh, the workout extremists and the work till, you know, 18 hours a day, you could, or you sleep in your dead. That's like a level of discomfort that I think is unnecessary. But you got to be careful that you don't build a life of too much comfort. And we have such a comfortable life that I'll speak for myself. It sneaks up on you. Mm -hmm. You don't realize how soft you've gotten, I guess, literally and metaphorically. But you don't realize how soft you've gotten in terms of not handling as big of things on a regular basis. And you almost have to go seek out some small little patterns of doing uncomfortable things so that you can keep sharp, so you can keep those muscles going. You know, I feel this way even about my podcast keeps me uncomfortable because I can't tell you how many conversations that I have where it's not the conversations that I have. It's like when I look at my schedule for the week, I don't necessarily want to have conversations with strangers, especially mm -hmm. if they're people who intimidate me. Mm -hmm. And I kind of look at the week and dread my podcast. I'm just mm -hmm. being honest. And then when I show up to them, I'm so happy that I did. Oh my God, me too. Because it expands me. <clears throat> and you guys, Chris and I are like extremely introverted people. Yep. You probably would not know that, but we really enjoy alone time and just like being by ourselves. But what's so weird about that is that 
I enjoy that time. But if I do it too much, or if I'm alone all week, I actually don't do well. So I have to go do things like schedule in these podcasts that expand me and make me talk to people who think bigger. So it makes me think bigger or I'm not happy. Like if I follow my comfort, I'm ultimately so uncomfortable. I thought that working at home was my ultimate setup for my life. I thought this was going to make me the happiest. And recently I have found that I am miserable when I stay at home all week working because I just feel like, lonely, like I didn't get out, like I have really stale ideas, nothing new is coming in. So I've joined a co-working space and I'm obsessed. Like it always takes me a lot of effort to get there because I drive across town 15 minutes, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're used to working at home and not getting dressed Mm -hmm. and having your food and everything, you don't have to prep things. I prep my food, I get everything ready. I have to make sure that, you know, I don't have certain calls when I'm there. It's just a lot of organization in order for me to get there, but it's always, always worth it. And I think that if we don't make ourselves uncomfortable like this, we end up being miserable for a reason we can't pinpoint that we start blaming other things on. Like, why am I not happy? Is it my relationship? Am I bored? Do I need to do something different? Or is it that you just need to switch up the energy and get uncomfortable and go do things that get you out of your comfort zone? So I'm kind of categorizing this into two different types of discomfort. This just hit me. There's intentional discomfort. So intentional discomfort is, oh, I'm going to bite the bullet and get ready for the day instead of staying in my workout clothes and just working from home. Mm -hmm. Or intentional discomfort is I'm going to go have this conversation with this podcast guest that intimidates me. What if I don't do a good job? All that discomfort leading up to it. And then afterwards, you love it. Mm -hmm. Intentional discomfort is I'm going to hire a personal trainer who's really going to literally put me through physical pain. Mm. I think those are intentional discomforts, which are good things, because those are what lets you Mm. avoid the unintended discomfort. Unintended discomfort is being broke and being so damn miserable because of it. Unintended discomfort is, oh, I can't find a single outfit to wear because I feel gross in them all. Unintended discomfort is I, you know, tiptoe around my significant other all the time because there's so much tension because I haven't made it a priority to stay on going on dates and, and, and be present with them. Or have an uncomfortable conversation with oh, yeah. someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the uncomfortable conversations with people in your life, that's intended discomfort. Mm-hmm. Unintentional or unintended discomfort is if you don't have that tough conversation, mm-hmm then you're going to have a really bad relationship, whether it's a romantic one or a work one or a friendship or whatever it is. So there's, it really just falls into two categories and you're choosing every day. Every day you're choosing. You can't have a discomfort-free life. So every day you're choosing between intentional discomfort or unintended discomfort. Mm-hmm. And when you really let that sink in, then you get rid of this notion that it's supposed to feel good all the time, which is a trap, it which will trap. sabotage your future. Yeah. And it's the little things. You guys can even start with small things. If you're like, oh, what, you know, do I schedule on these big things? Do I need to go an event to an event or something to get myself out of my comfort zone? Yes. Those are great things to have scattered throughout your year, but it's little things. Like if I'm being totally honest for me right now, I'm going to start to try to get ready most days of the week, like put makeup on, do my hair and get dressed, which you guys, I have not done this for years. I've worked from home with no makeup on in my athleisure every single day. And I, I, the reason that I want to do this is I noticed that when I get ready, 
I do social media posts. I film reels. You've been killing I it get things done. Like I literally get excited about getting social media done because I'm ready. I show up on my Zoom calls a little bit like, I don't know, spunkier. And it trickles into all of the things that you do. So even though, yes, I go and get ready for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and I feel like what a freaking waste. Like, why am I getting ready? I get some amazing content from it, which changes my business and actually changes how I feel about myself because I'm proud. I'm getting out there for my business, which if I really care about my business, the most important thing is to get eyes on light pink and eyes on myself so that when light pink comes out, we have an engaged audience. So it's little things like that, that you can just start throughout the day. Like, okay, I'm just going to get ready three days a week. And then for me, it's like, okay, I'm just going to film some content and get uncomfortable in that way to get out there because it's serving the bigger picture. And when I don't do that, honestly, I am so uncomfortable because I'm so upset with myself for not doing something so little like posting content, Mm -hmm. like just freaking do it. And then you don't spend your day going, oh, another day went by where I, I didn't post the content that I actually wanted to. That is all the things that add up that either make you happy or super disappointed and not proud of yourself. Boy, you just mentioned happy. So I had broken this down into you're either choosing intentional discomfort or you're being dealt unintended discomfort. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, you're always choosing between short-term pleasure Mm. or long-term happiness. Mm -hmm. You really are. This trip, you asked me about my trip with with my mom going back. I chose long-term happiness over short-term pleasure. So what's short-term pleasure on that trip? Oh, we could have had the best road trip food ever, Mm -hmm. right? Comfort food, good dinners every night, like drive-through yummy food and made the excuse of, oh, come on, we're on a road trip. It's fun. But I also know that I'm going to Italy in a few days and I didn't want to look like an an American slob and then summer's coming up and I had some serious goals. So I forewent the short-term pleasure, right? All the good, yummy road trip food. And what I do, I brought my shakes and mm-hmm. I ate like beef jerky when I wanted something like really clean, lean beef jerky when I wanted something healthy to eat mm-hmm. in the car. That was easy. At night when we'd stop for a dinner, I would order some boring ass chicken and some vegetables instead of something that would have been uh-huh. like great, this experience, this, right? And it was little decision after little decision after little decision. I came back from the trip feeling physically in better shape. Then when I left eight days prior. And I want to share you guys that he started setting that intention. Way beforehand. Way before. He started priming his brain and committing to that way before. And that is the place in your life where you have to realize, are you just like dabbling in your decisions? Because that is more painful than just freaking tearing off the Band-Aid and committing. Mm -hmm. Because the dabble is where you experience so much agony. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just watched you the week before, like, this is what's happening. Okay. Now how do we plan for it? Like, mm-hmm. where am I going to find that I'm going to either sabotage myself or when am I going to feel weak? What am I going to need? How am I going to do this? And, you know, we checked in every single day. You checked in with me, like, what are you mm-hmm. eating? What are you doing? Okay. You're getting your steps in. You walked the airport yesterday. I just want you to share that. I got over eight miles. So not in the airport. I got over four miles in the airport and over four miles when I woke up first thing mm-hmm. uh, around the airport. But that was part of the intention. I was like, damn it, I'm going to come back. 
Like everything was about long-term happiness, not short-term pleasure. Mm -hmm. So what could I have done yesterday? Oh my God, I didn't tell you. So the Bucks playoff game was on. Mm -hmm. So I walked the airport looking for every single TV. You know how there's TVs at the airport? (laughs) So I could watch the game from TV to TV to TV to TV. So sitting down in front of it and drinking and eating like an incredible airport burger. Yeah. That was a real choice between Mm -hmm. short-term joy and long-term happiness. Can you tell Chris likes fast food and burgers? I mean, I love food and I love the Milwaukee Bucks. What (laughs) what more do you want out of me? I don't. What more do you want out of me? That's all I want from you. So So it's a great example of, of just making those choices. You're either going to have intentional discomfort or you're going to have unintended discomfort. Mm-hmm. And, and the, you know, a good life comes from the choosing the intentional. You know, we're coming up on a transitional economy right now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are about to experience a lot of unintended discomfort, unfortunately, because they haven't been choosing the intentional discomfort, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Creating a little side hustle, filling in a, a little bit of income here, saving a little bit of money there. And what people realize is when you go through a transitional economy, it might be a recession, it might be deeper recession, it might be one that we just skim over. It might not even classify as a recession, but everything's changing. Like the housing market is changing. The, the stock market has been crashing the last 10 days in a row. The crypto market is crashing the last 10 days in a row. So we're definitely heading into a period of a very tumultuous transitional economy. Now, some people, like I said, they're about to be very uncomfortable, but you can still do some things because it still is in the future. We don't know if this is a month away, six months away, 12 months away. So you can still do some things that are intended discomforts, like rolling up your sleeves, doing a little bit of extra work, stacking some cash, getting a side hustle going, as opposed to experiencing that really unintended discomfort. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know that we said that we're just going to stop doing all forms of training and coaching and all these other things in order to grow our legacy businesses. But what I see coming up as an economy I think it's time to finally launch the Be Online course that I worked my tail off a year ago building, and we just never released it. We only released it to a small beta group, and it's the best course in the world. It literally is what can help you quickly make an extra thousand a month or two thousand a month or four or five thousand dollars a month just monetizing your experience. So we're going to release that thing soon for anybody that wants to backfill and make sure that they have a cushion during this transitional economy coming up. And if you guys want the earliest access to it, and if you want a price that is even less than what early bird's going to be, and by the way, we're just going to make this thing a bargain. We filmed and created this thing a year ago, and all of a sudden our goals changed, so we put it on the shelf, but now I I know the world needs it. So we're going to make it a freaking bargain for everyone. So if you guys want like early access and the best bargain ever on this thing. All you have to do is text me to get on the VIP early access list. Text me the word bulletproof. Bulletproof, right? You're going to make yourself bulletproof during this transition transitional economy. Text me the word bulletproof to 310-421-0416. Again, text me the word bulletproof to 310-421-0416. And we're going to get you this course so that you can make sure you can make it through the transitional economy in a much more comfortable way. You guys, we're so grateful for you. We'd love to hear your biggest takeaway. Definitely go shoot Chris a text and we will see you next week. Bye, everyone. Thanks, guys. 
Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.